Okay, anyways, we're live. I'll, I'll check that after. We're live for the Grind Mastermind episode numero seven. Chris, how the heck are you? Indeed, we've been grinding. At least I know I have. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm calling in from Italy back home for a week, enjoying some of the Easter holidays. And I just saw a message saying my connection is unstable, so if I drop out, you know why. <laughs> but basically, yeah, it's been super packed. Last week, working on a lot of client projects. I have like four and starting another one in one week. But yeah, everything's going really well on that side. The only problem, yeah, I didn't really have a lot of time to actually look into the the Facebook ads, the info product side of the business. But I mean, the ads ran for a couple of weeks. I have the results. I still just have to dig into them and decide basically on next steps. Uh, I slow, slow, slow down there, cowboy. We haven't even got into your segment yet. We we gotta have a little mingle at the beginning, no? Before we, some, someone's excited. Sure, someone's sure. excited. Yeah, you're you're a little grainy, yeah. but the audio's fine. So maybe worst case we can just, yeah. Let's keep pushing. Worst case, you can always just turn off your video. But so far it's been fine. Cool. Yeah. I mean, holiday weekend last weekend, so probably a little bit slower than most of our updates. But anyways. Let's jump in. You took a day off, right? Yeah, well, I was traveling. For, I went home Friday till Monday. So it's like a four, four and a half hour drive. So it was kind of like two half days. Well, Friday Friday was pretty quiet anyway, so I don't think I did much. And then Monday was kind of like a half work day once I got back. So, But anyways, we'll, we'll get into it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. If you are listening, we do record this live on YouTube every second Friday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern. Make sure to check us out on YouTube. We'll have the link in the description. And uh, yeah, anyways, so let's jump in. Every two weeks, Chris and I give a quick update on each of our businesses, what happened in the last two weeks, and set goals for the next two weeks. And then we spend some time chatting about resources, books, tools we're using, all that kind of stuff. Anywho, Chris, you want to uh, jump in, talk about your last two weeks? Yeah, so as, as far as the business overall is going really well. Lots of clients, lots of work, some clients renewing as well for new projects and referring me to other clients, which is great. Just being super busy, so it's kind of obviously being an agency owner, you always have those ebbs and flows of work. And I was super glad that I spent a lot of time in December and January to work on the content side because all the things that I built, even though I didn't see direct results back then, I'm seeing the compounding effects of those. So all the content I produced, audiences gradually building up on social media. That's great. That's probably one of the biggest lessons in the first quarter building yeah working on the uh, on the business side of things that doesn't really give you direct returns whenever you can because that uh, at some point is going to start building up as far as my kind of uh, side project which is the info product side 
I launched Facebook ads and they ran for a couple of weeks. I didn't get any conversions and that's probably first because I, I was a total newbie at running ads, Facebook ads. So lots of learning there, a lot of adjusting, which in itself is a big lesson. I collected some good data though that I, I still have to jump in into and, and look at. But mostly, yeah, I noticed the videos work really well, even though the video that I recorded, I think, personally, I think it's crap. <laughs> I could have done it 10 times better, but I, I was in a rush, obviously, and I, yeah, I did what I could. I saw which headlines and which pieces of copy were performed best, which was really good. Yeah, so basically my next effort there is actually taking a better look at those results and then focusing on first testing a different version of the landing page where I was sending people to and maybe make a super short version and compare that to the other one. So A, B, uh, test. And then if I see the... Page. I'm just writing yeah. these down. Uh, so AB test yeah. landing page and and do you want me to put down like review data set? Yeah. Review Facebook ad. And also edit a page, landing page. AB test and edit landing page. Any uh, did yeah, you look at did you variant. look at any of the data like anything to report on how the first couple weeks of like are you getting yeah, decent cost per click or? So with the first one that was because with Facebook, you can choose your goal. And I didn't have, I had no idea about that. You can choose basically what goal you want with the first ad set that I ran. Mm -hmm. I had set, Chris, one sec. There's, uh, there's a lawnmower outside. Hold on a sec. Let me just go shut the door. I don't know if you can hear it in the background. One sec, one sec. No. Sorry, that was, that was bugging me. Of course they have to do it on a Friday, anyways. <laughs> yeah, so with the first ad set that I ran, it was set as a traffic goal. Mm -hmm. And apparently Facebook adjusts your audience based on the type of goal. So I, I did get a lot of clicks on, the, on that one, but no conversions on the page. And then I ran another type of ad, which was as a goal, had leads and on that one i got a very like a lot lower amount of clicks and still no conversions hmm. so i still have to figure out whether the targeting was good whether the type of ad is good so i have a i have a friend who i'm actually gonna ask to take a look at the ads to actually figure out what went wrong and what i'm messing up well, what's, because, what's yeah, the, it's kind of confusing. Um, what's the, what's the cost? Like, is the cost per click good? Cause if the cost per clicks good, then you just got to improve the landing page. Right. In the, in the first, in the first type of ad, it was good, but I didn't get any conversion. Right. I'm not sure. And, and I, yeah, I also wanted to look at the user interaction data on the page, the heat maps to see what happens. I still have to look into that. Right. Uh, but did, did you have enough clicks that it's like statistically oh, in significant? One, in the first one I got, in the first one I got 350 clicks, but 
I had no right. idea what happened on the page. So right, and in what the second the one, second? I got like thirty. Yeah, 30 so that's clicks. that's not really enough to tell, right? Like if if landing pages convert at like let's call it like one to four percent, you don't have enough clicks, right? To even, you know, if your buyer's that fiftieth yeah, yeah. click, you wouldn't even know. So I I would probably continue to run the leads campaign until you get more clicks. But yeah, I mean. 300 clicks and no conversions. It could be because, like you said, the settings were off, but it it probably and and or probably is the landing page. Or let's see how the leads conversion yeah. thing goes. Yeah, I want to test like a radically different version, like super short, all of the bullets skimmable rather than the long form one. Mm -hmm. Especially, I, I will look to see, I will look at the recordings and the heat maps to see how far people scrolled on the page. Because if that, if I see right away from the recordings that they look at the initial section and they bounce, then I already know what's happening. Right. What What do you use for heat map tools? Hotjar. Hotjar. Just okay. a free plan. Cool. It's enough for the type of kind of traffic that I. I'll, I'll note that there. down too in the in the show notes if you're watching or listening after the fact. In the show notes, we'll mention our, our the topics we discussed as well as the tools that are mentioned. So feel free to check it out. Okay, so we have yeah, we can actually we can actually upload the entire transcript if we want to. We are recording this. Well, I, I upload the transcript onto uh, onto when I post the blog about the episode. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's yeah. already covered. But we'll have better probably better summaries and notes from now on. Maybe we'll mention that at the end in the tools segment. We'll talk about we'll talk about that. Okay, so A/B test and edit the landing page. Review the Facebook ads data. I'm going to say A/B test, edit, and and review Hotjar results for landing page, and then review the Facebook ads. Anything else, Chris, in in the next two weeks, or or is that kind of most uh, of it because yeah, of me, the because of the client let work? Me, let me check. Because I actually had set other goals in my Q1 review. So by two weeks from now, which is April 28th, right? I have, oh, by April 28th, yeah, I basically wanted to also decide whether it's worth pivoting the product idea into the, on the freelancer side. So rather than trying to sell a course to e-commerce founders, creating something for freelancers or freelance copywriters. So right. that can be another goal. Basically have the, have a decision by then. Right. I mean, you're, you're probably going to need the two weeks to continue testing the ads first, right? Like you got to give the landing page a fair shot. No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. True. Cause un until you have more of one week. Yeah. And until you, until you have enough data, until you have enough clicks to that landing page, you haven't really given it a chance, right, to make a proper evaluation, in my in my opinion, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it also it also depends on how fast I want the results. Because if I set a budget, I I when I when I did it, I set a twenty pounds per day budget. So if I set a fifty pounds per day, I will probably get a lot more clicks faster. So it's it's all a matter of deciding how fast I want them. Yeah, I think the I trade off there is always it's always like speed versus like efficiency right like if if you want to do this really fast and budgets this is in general for really any types of online ads 
if you want an answer really fast and budget isn't a huge concern, just jack up the budget within like two, three days, you could probably have your answer. Um, or if you're not in a huge yeah. rush and you want it to be a little bit more efficient and maybe money is tight, then, you know, smaller budget and you can optimize a little bit every day or two. Those are kind of the two ways that I've approached it, two different ways. Yeah, I, w I would still have it run at least one entire week because you have to keep into account like all the different days of the week and to see how it goes, the trends and everything. So a minimum one week. But yeah, let's 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 not put it as a goal, but I'll think about it depending on the result. Sounds good. All right. And yeah, just the the typical solopreneur or early smaller stage service company, right? Is like the ebbs, ebbs and flows of having lots of work versus not ha having any work. Uh, yeah. Was talking about that the other day yeah, for, with for... a friend of mine with yeah. a with a new law firm. It's all the same, right? Oh, crazy busy one week. Oh, I got to hire. And then two weeks later, it's quiet. Oh, good thing I didn't hire. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm probably booking until the end of May now. So I don't have like blocks of two or three weeks. It's pretty longer. Like it's longer bursts of work and then mm -hmm. maybe breaks. So that's in a way it's not that bad. But yeah, for example, I haven't posted a, a YouTube video in the last three weeks, one of my weekly YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. so that's a thing that I'm kind of postponing as well. But that's also because I don't really have a clear strategy for YouTube yet. And I want to sit down and decide what I want to do. I, I found an editor who could possibly edit videos. So I just need to figure out what I want to do there and then decide. Yeah, I was, uh, was yeah, going to ask, is, is there a way you can like, especially while you're busier with client work, is there a way you can outsource some social media stuff so that you can still be kind of like building your list, building your brand, even though you've got work booked for yeah, the next yeah. couple months, you know, being able to book out further and, and building that brand is always a good thing. Yeah, I will probably outsource the editing, even though I want to first look into it if I can find the first to get my ideas clear on what I want to do, because you have to be able to explain what you want mm -hmm. to get out of it to the editor before actually hiring one. So yeah, I just have to figure that out. But yeah, this, this person quoted me 500 a month for one video per week, which is not that bad, or I could do like two a month for 250. Mm -hmm. So it would be feasible, and I thought the quality is really good. But what what kind of videos would it? Because you're you you used to do the teardowns, right? Is this going to be something different? Yeah, that that's the other thing. So uh, I still have to decide. That's the yeah. main point. <laughs> and uh, but but the big the the overall idea that I have right now is doing some kind of mix of screencast videos, but also videos where I talk to the camera. Right shorter ones like five ten minutes you know what i think you should do here's my here's my unsolicited advice that you definitely didn't mm -hmm. ask for i think because you do such a good job with your daily email what you should do is mm -hmm. hire somebody that can just take your emails and repurpose the shit out of them for you automatically mm -hmm. right because you're already doing that like work, using right and you're busier than ever so it's going to be yeah. harder for you to record you know, net new content for YouTube. So I would hire like, or get your VA on this every day, oh, take your email, cut it up into a couple pieces, 
post on post it on LinkedIn, post it on Twitter, turn it turn it into a short form TikTok or YouTube short, right? With some random visuals in the background, whatever. I think that's your lowest hanging fruit by far, right? But without without even me reading the email or anything. You already wrote go, the email. So so how it would just display text or what? on the video what what would you show yeah i don't know i mean get them get them hooked up with an ai platform that like converts text into video you know or just avoid or, I, or I, just I, avoid I video actually, i could i could actually use i i still have to try it but with the script they they you basically record your voice and you can use basically an ai to speak with your voice yeah, there's a well, few I of those now. There's a few of those now. Or just don't do video if, if you don't want, right? You have all that text written. There's like two to three LinkedIn posts, two to three Twitter posts per day, Facebook. Well, or I still do those. I already do those. Do Like I turn every email into a LinkedIn post, LinkedIn newsletter, Twitter post. Does That's your VA do it? one part that I'm kind of doing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So just up that volume. And you can convert them into uh, the visuals. One one no, thing, I, one, I like... one way you could do it by video that I've seen is people on TikTok will have, I don't know if you've seen this, but they'll like, it'll be an audio of a Reddit thread. So it'll be like a Q&A from a Reddit thread. It's just a robot voice reading the text. And there's like random, random video in the background. Have you ever seen those videos on TikTok where it's like, it's like a robot talking. The top half of the screen shows you the text. Uh, yeah. It's like from Reddit. And the bottom half is like a video game of someone playing Mario Kart or like some, you know, like a race <laughs> car. You ever seen those videos? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I'm not saying necessarily do like a race car. But those, there's many accounts that have like big followings. And it's just like AI reading text. And then like some totally random visual on the bottom half. I guess just to have your eyes focus on something. I don't know the logic behind it, but I don't know. I Try like around the, with that stuff. I like the idea of repurposing the newsletter for YouTube because I like in my mind, I had this idea that I needed to, to create like new content for YouTube every week, but I have like 290 emails, <laughs> so basically 290 video ideas that I could just use and basically have used, like turn them into a script with ChatGPT probably. And just maybe read the script or have my AI voice read the script and send it to a guy to make the video a week. So yeah. uh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Hey, I'm full of yeah, them. I'll probably explore that. Bills in the mail, as they say. Yes. Cool. Anything else <laughs> before we flip over? No. No, no. All right. So for Chris, the next two weeks, we have A-B test, edit, and review the Hotjar results for the landing page and review the Facebook ads data. Cool. Let's switch gears. So on my end, I wanted to continue to cold call every day, hire a salesperson, touch up it. So on the Visto side was continue cold outreach, cold calling outreach and hire salespeople. And then on the SG side, touch up and improve our join page and prep letter growth outreach. So on the Visto side, things have gone well. I've continued the outreach. It's gone pretty well with a mix of cold outreach and like more marketing efforts that now seem to be working. And I'm just gonna continue that. So I'll, I'll continue with that goal of 15 plus cold call outreaches per day. 
plus we also hired a, a very small sales team in India to attack that region for us. So I got that done. So let me remove that from the Expanding, list. baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not, it's through like an agency, which makes it a lot easier yeah. and, you know, less time vetting and interviewing. And they seem to be pretty good so far. So I'm excited to see how that goes. I'm also excited not to have to do as much work on, on that time zone myself. I can focus more on our time zone because I was spending a lot of time getting up earlier. Just because if you want to get those people on the phone, people from that part of the world on the phone, you got to start earlier in the day. So that's really good. So I'm going to continue my cold call outreach and I'm going to leave it as the same as it was for the last two weeks and just, you know, get get overseas team running and first we'll call it like free trial user signed up. So basically get that operation fully up and running. It's been going good so far, going well, as they say, and um, try to get our first user signed up through them, right? Which would be really nice for me. Now on the SG side, especially because of the holidays, I didn't have much time. So, but I, I ended up doing something. I've been keeping up very well with my social media posting. So I post five days a week on LinkedIn. It's mostly immigration and tech stuff, but that's been going well and kept up with my daily email and repurposed these, these videos from this podcast. If anybody follows the Solopreneur Grind YouTube and or TikTok accounts, we've been repurposing these into snippets. That's the other thing you could do, Chris, is like just sit down and like record one video a month and just like talk about all the topics you've covered. Just like a long form vomit video where you like talk for like 20, 30 minutes on all the things you've talked about in your email and then just give it to the editor and be like, hey, you know, break this up into like four long form videos and then break up all the videos into like 45 second snippets. That could be another way, right? Because it's it's so hard, yeah. right, to do some of that content stuff weekly, especially if you're busy with work. But if you could do like once a month, like block off like two hours in an afternoon or wherever and just record like 30, 50, 60 minutes worth of video in one shot and just hand it over, that could be cool too. But the snippets are really good. So I have somebody doing the snippets and then I just post them on socials and, and that's been going good. Anyway, so I'm, 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 I'm getting off target here. But what I'm trying to say is I didn't have time to update the joint page. on TikTok? Yes. Well, I'm, I'm repurposing these. I'm not posting like net new content on the TikTok because number one, I, I just haven't had the time. And number two, I still think that TikTok is probably going to get banned in the U.S. And it's already banned in some of yeah, the big countries that, that we you know promote our immigration services in. So I'm like, ah, is that the best way to spend my time? I, I don't know. I think in an ideal world, if I had more free time, I still would be. Because I still think it's, you know, promising for now. But it kind of sucks spending time on a social media platform if you think there's like a 50% chance that it's going to get banned in North America. You know what I mean? So it's tough. Although I could do some work to mm -hmm. move them over to other platforms. But anyways. So what I'm trying to say here is I didn't have time to update the join page. 
So I'm going to keep that on the list and it's definitely going to get done in these next two weeks because I know what I have to do. I just have to go in and do it. So I want to touch up the join page and then send out those letter growth outreach. What I did do is I touched up, I, I had an old Solopreneur Grind Discord community that I tried for something else like a few years ago. And, and I was on Reddit and people were asking about like Discord groups for accountability. And I've been thinking about that for a while. I think you and I have maybe even talked, talked about it. Just like a community where even once a day you just check in, you write like your two, three main goals you want to get done for the day. And then at the end of the day, you can react with like a thumbs up or thumbs down if you got it done. Just like a quick hit, you know, I don't want to spend a lot of time in it, but it's a small community to keep yourself accountable, other like-minded people. So anyways, I put that together this week because I saw a Reddit thread. I was like, hey, I'm looking for this kind of group. And I was like, oh snap, maybe this is a sign that I should, you know, get it up and running and, and just see what happens with it. So I put it together pretty quickly, invited a few people. I'll invite you after if you're interested. And uh, if anybody's interested, get in touch. You can find Chris and I at our respective links in the description of this of this podcast. Whether you're watching or listening, you'll see links to each of our websites. So yeah, I think I'm going to smart start that very small. Just, you know, like I said, small accountability group, daily quick, you know, one shot, one sentence post in the discord and a reaction. So I don't want it to take up people's time, but I, I think it might add some value in terms of like quick accountability and then just see, right. Take it from there while we're all, you know, busy on all the other stuff that comes with running businesses. So, so yeah, that's been it for me. Yeah. We're, we're moving along. Visto's, Visto's been good. It's Man, it's tough. It's tough selling tech. It's tough selling new tech, especially to an industry that's not used to using tech. But we're getting some momentum, getting some paid users, which is good, and uh, building in some more really cool features. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how she goes. I saw. I read in your email that that you are trying AI. Yeah. So we, we already have. We we integrated ChatGPT in like February. And that's been really cool. So we're using the API, right? This is all Alex, my CTO. Um, there's basically one specific part that we automate using ChatGPT. So one part of an immigration application can benefit from having AI do the first draft for you. So we integrated with it in February pretty quickly. It didn't take Alex too, too long. Alex is also really good at what he does. So like, I don't know, maybe he's faster than the average bear. Um, he integrated through the the API pretty quickly, and now we're looking at ways to improve it, make it you know even more custom, intake even more data to make the document even more personal. Especially because man, AI is such a, a hot topic right now, right? Like we've had people book demos just because they saw AI, right? Oh, I've heard of ChatGPT before. I want to know what this is all about. You know what I mean? Now that doesn't necessarily mean they're the best leads in the world. But just saying that you use AI for, for your whatever can sometimes get you more eyeballs. You know what I mean? So we're going to hopefully improve on it this month. And Did I'm going to market it even more and see how it goes. Yep. Did you hear about the new auto GPT thing that came out? No. What about it? Oh, there's a mega delay, man. But but yeah, basically this auto GPT, it's kind of like a, it's a new application or something that you can find, I think now only on GitHub. 
basically open source and it allows you to combine different large language models so basically different apps like chat gpt you can combine them and they can basically work for you on their own so you could basically have uh, i don't know like ask this auto gpt thing like if it was your va do some research on this trip plan me the trip find me restaurants for the, the this weekend in this place blah 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 and and these basically start talking to each other and working for you <laughs> magically wow. so i i still have to look into it i just heard the news but that must be pretty crazy <laughs> yeah that's i i think everything's going to change in the next few years like these tools are just nuts i'm just going to add that auto auto gpt so like a u t o yeah 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 okay i'll add that to the tools list in the show notes yeah it's it's crazy man it's crazy do you want to quickly talk about books and or other tools for the week yeah maybe turn off maybe turn off your video too uh, because you're you're lagging for audio yeah that might help better now yeah, it's better now, except now the video is just me. <laughs> I thought I thought I'd be able to see your your picture still. Is it better? Yeah, this is this anyway, is awkward for anybody uh, watching on as YouTube. Far as books, yep. As far as books, I'm still listening to Total Recall by Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is really good. You can you can truly understand like. He was not only like a gym rat, he was truly like a business business guy. Like his mindset is all about like doing business marketing throughout his whole career, which is very interesting. And the other one that I started, it's called Mastering Uncertainty by Matt Watkinson, which is a customer experience consultant, UX designer. And it, I think it's really good. It's basically a lot about how to handle uncertainty in your career, life in general. And one concept that stood out was, was particularly this concept about affordable loss. So it basically it says instead of going for optimizing something like reaching a specific goal, look at your next thing as what's my downside for for mm. doing this right what's the what's the maximum that i can spend without actually going broke for example and, right. and it's the same thing that i've basically been doing with my ads right it's like what's the budget that i can spend that even if i don't get any results i'll still at least i would have learned right something what's and what's the title bro one of one important principle and minds it's called mastering uncertainty mastering uncertainty okay i'll have that in the show notes yeah that sounds that sounds interesting and and like pretty common amongst you know the big entrepreneurs and the big investors right that are like you know cap cap your downside mm-hmm. right how can you take some some risks that have potential high reward but the downside is manageable right or capped or you know not that bad so yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right. On my end, 
I Big finished. Swings. I finished Amazon Unbound. So I took. I did the the Chris journey as well. I read. I reread the Everything Store and Amazon Unbound, which really good books just to learn about Amazon and Bezos. Whether you love them or hate them, right? It's a crazy story. Super interesting. Lots to learn. So I'll just write that down for the show notes. Amazon Unbound. And I just started rereading Buffett. So it's it's a it's a biography on Warren Buffett. And I just I just think he's a fascinating human and success story. So I first read it a couple of years ago. Usually when I read a business book, if I really like it, every like two, three years I'll reread it. So I think I first read it maybe like two years ago. Really good book, really interesting guy and life. And so I'm probably about a quarter of the way through that. And uh, it's really good. If, if you're an entrepreneur, solopreneur, you like business, you like investing, then I highly, highly recommend it. Buffett, I'm just writing it down here. What's the book called? Buffett? Yeah, it's, I think it's just called Buffett. And then it's like, you know, the life and times or some, some, uh, something of the American yeah. capitalist or something. What's it called? Buffett. Yeah. Let's see if the title pops up. Buffett book. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's really good. It's yeah. it's really good. I highly, highly recommend it. Why is it not showing? I guess it's because he's been in so many different you- books. The essays, no. Geez, there's a lot of books on Buffett. Did you read? <laughs> did you read the Poor Charlie's Almanac? That's no. probably his most famous book that he actually wrote. No, I've. I think it's super expensive as well. Like you, you cannot really find it on Kindle or anything. Yeah, I mean, well, that's written by Charlie Munger, right? His business partner. But yeah, I've I've heard it's really good. And, oh, and yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. only so many in print, so it's like actually hard and expensive to get it. But uh, yeah, I, I have heard that recommended yeah. many times. So one day I should I should read that as well. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna find my version. There's so many books on Buffett. I, I just googled it? it, so I'll find it. I'll put it in the show notes if anyone's curious. Yeah. I just heard yesterday I was watching YouTube and I saw an interview about this guy, about his crazy story. Do you know the story about the Oculus Rift founder? No. Homer Lackey? No. Fucking crazy. He basically, so I just Google who's Palmer Lackey. Palmer Lackey is an American entrepreneur on the virtual reality headset company Oculus VR. Yahoo's founder sold his company to Facebook in March 2014 in a cash plus stock deal worth about $2 billion, according to TechCrunch. But, but the thing that they don't, I mean, they probably mentioned in the article is that he, when he was 20 years old, I think Bill Gates or someone else wanted to buy their company and he basically refused $1 billion at 20 years old. And then sold it for like two, almost three billion to Facebook. <laughs> That's wild. Well, and, and also if he if he kept How some of that stock, if he kept some of that stock, I mean, Facebook went nuts over the net. Not nuts, but like the stock continued to go up to probably like twenty twenty, if not longer. So if he held on to some of that stock, he he would have made even more money. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, imagine saying no to a billion dollars. It's pretty crazy. 
at 20 years. It's going to be 20 years old. Yeah. Cool. Anything? It's vision. Um... Takes a lot of vision and balls. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's for sure. Anything else before we wrap up here? No. I think we're good. All right. So we will call it a wrap for episode seven of the Grind Mastermind. Thank you for tuning in. If you are listening and you want to tune in live, again, we do it every second Friday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, well, morning, depending on where you live. You can check us out at, well, that's on YouTube at Solopreneur Grind. If you want to check out Chris or I specifically, check out the links in the description. There's a link to the Solopreneur Grind website for me, and there's a link to Chris's website for him as well, especially if you want some copywriting UX help, check that out. And we each have a daily email list. So if you want to follow along day to day on our journey, we each write a quick email every day, sharing stories, tips, advice, all that stuff. Again, links are in the description. Chris, it's been a pleasure as always. Have a good weekend, everybody, and we'll see you in the next episode.